0: Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Bob, seeing humor and hope
1: in a crazy world. And I'm Bob. And I'm Father Dave. And sometimes we have to look harder to see humor. and <laughs> hope.
0: Oh. Well, no, it's not hard to see the humor. Oh, the
1: humor, okay, that's fair. That's fair.
0: <laughs> the humor is blatantly obvious, that's especially fair. if the, if you feel like the joke's on you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Then 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 the humor is high level. But we'll uh, we'll get to all of those all of those exciting things yes, in yes, this. Yes. 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 In this episode 49. The hits Um, just
1: keep on coming.
0: Amen. Amen. How'd your um your Broncos did well? I think Broncos
1: did amazing. Who'd they play? Um
0: doesn't matter. Losers. Doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, yeah. They weren't big. Actually, I was traveling yesterday, so I didn't see as much as I as well I was gonna say as I would like to. I never because I hardly ever get to see games anymore. But um they they won big. Notre Dame pulled one out at the end. Um I'm a little bit worried. Granted, somebody said never apologize for a win, but they won. Sure. It didn't look so great. Um, you know, I want to make some an official statement here, and I've said it to some of my friends, and I want to go on the record live with this. Okay. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback for Jacksonville, will be a bust. Ah. Yes. There you have it. Okay. You heard it here, folks. Now, wait. Will it be Trevor Lawrence or will it be Urban Meyer? Both, because okay. he hitched his train to that one. So if yeah. – uh, yeah if in yesterday obviously and i called this before he had a horrible game i i mean i like him actually i like him a lot he's like he loves the lord um yeah witness is great i just i've always felt he was never gonna be a great nfl quarterback so call me you know jimmy we'll the Green, see what happens pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> who's from steubenville right Yes, yes, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and
1: there's only like 4% of the population who listen to this and <laughs> know what we're talking about.
0: But, yeah. Well, you know, I think it's hard, you know, for a rookie quarterback. I mean, I'd hate to be a number one draft pick. I mean, it'd be kind of cool, obviously. Yeah, I yeah, can't sure. think of anything I'd be a number one draft pick unless, like, we did some kind of fantasy role playing right, you know, right, scenario. Right. But, um, like, you're coming out of college and boom, here's the NFL. Good luck. Everyone's looking at you,
1: yeah. And your yeah, team absolutely. already,
0: your team already sucks, oh, right? Horrible. Because that's why they're they had horrible. the number one draft pick. That's right. So you put some one of the best guys in college in the worst team in the NFL, and you yeah. make them play immediately. Yeah. I don't. I'd love to see a stat on how many first round quarterback draft picks going to a horrible team. You know, immediately right do, away, right? immediately yeah. do well. I mean, I'm actually really impressed with uh, Baker Mayfield. At, at the Browns, they just mm-hmm. were a hair's breath away from defeating the Chiefs in Kansas City, and they did great last year. And but this was again another number one draft pick, who really struggled his first couple seasons, but eventually, you know, found, you know, found the way. A I, I hair's was a, breath. I, a hair's, hair's breath. A breath of a hair. Yeah. It's a very, very. You didn't, you didn't realize hairs breathe, did you? Well, they do, and it's ever so slight.
1: Well, it's probably a rabbit hair, not a hair on your head.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. That's awesome. Yeah, um, my Buccaneers won, but like similar to you uh, with Notre Dame, they it was a lot closer than everybody thought. Though Dak Prescott looked pretty darn good. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Father Jonathan Saint Andre, a big Cowboys fan. Yeah, um, his his team his team played admirably. You know, I was I was hearing a lot of commentary though. A lot of the commentators were saying this is the result of a shorter preseason. Like, there were just a lot of rusty uh, plays. Some of the starters were starting and playing four quarters for the first time. Uh, And, you know, a lot of second-half mistakes throughout the league. So it's just kind of...
1: I suppose, maybe. Yeah. Actually, that was kind of fun. The Friars, it's it's rare that we get to watch a game together, but we were going to go to... A friend's yeah. house on Thursday night. <laughs> we'll get yeah, to that. It's gonna
0: be mine house. We'll get to that yeah, later. Yeah,
1: we'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> so uh, yeah, about six or seven of us sat down and watched. I mean, the, we talked about this last time. The game starts so late; it's ridiculous. But we watched. Yeah. I watched. kickoff. Yeah, we, we had a great time. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I and watched the first game. half. It was a close yeah.
0: game. I watched the first half, and then I went to bed, and then I watched the second half when I got up. Yeah, it was That's a good, good game. It's gonna be a fun season. A lot of I don't think there's any breakaways. I think it's gonna be a really tight season throughout, which will be fun to watch. Cool. Cool. All right. This ends our sports. I heard oh, we had ahead.
1: some letters
0: on the marriage. Oh, oh, do we? Uh, we have some really, I can't say all of them actually. So thanks really? for everybody. Yeah. Well, some of them were, you know, quasi inappropriate. That There's one that involved the word pouncing, and uh, you know who you are out there, but this is a kids podcast, right? So um, here's a few highlights of some of the funny stories that people sent in. This is from Hallie Rohla. I probably said that name wrong. Uh, my little brother was our best man. Not so much because he was my brother, but because he's also my husband's close friend. He's the youngest of five. Um, so our pastor turned to my brother for the rings, and he, giving his most mischievous green, pulled out our rings, the symbols of our sacramental union, the most significant piece of jewelry I will ever own, out of a cracker jack box he had tucked in his, tuc- in his tuxedo pocket.
1: Nice, classy. Funny, my, nephew, my nephew was going to be was asked to be the ring bearer. He knew it was maybe like five at, a t- at the time. So we went yeah. through the rehearsal and. You do not put the rings on the pillow. You just don't do that. There's a million reasons. Yeah. So yeah. on the way home, or on the way to the reception after the rehearsal, he said, "I'm not doing this." He goes, "If those rings aren't on, the, five years old. If those aren't on the pillow, I'm not doing <laughs> this. Whole thing's a scam. It's a scam." So, like, he called her bluff. I'm not a, I'm not a prop. That's people. right. That's like right. Either, I'm not the ring
0: bearer. I'm not right. the pillow
1: bearer. That's I'm right. the ring bearer. That's right. This it isn't just a pretty face you got going on here.
0: Yeah, kids. Kids cut through the crap pretty quickly. Uh, my husband and I, this is from Lindsay, who is a 07 graduate, uh-huh. got married in Rhode Island. Um, on the top of the, During the rehearsal, on the top of the page, it said 1 p.m. wedding mass. However, the mass was supposed to be at, at 10 a.m., so all the oh. invites went out that it's at 10. And at the rehearsal, the note said it was at 1. So he put the wrong time in the book, and a funeral for a well-known person in the community was scheduled for the one. same time oh, at 10 a.m.
1: So or they said ten? the best...
0: Okay. Yeah, so, so you have a wedding and a oh, funeral no. scheduled at the exact oh, same time. Oh, and I guess no. the person who died was really popular. So the, they said the best they could do was move the funeral to 11. <laughs> so no pictures in the church afterwards. Had to be out within the hour. Um, so people were coming into the church for the funeral oh, towards the end of the mass. <laughs> oh, my and the hearse was sitting outside oh, the gosh. church as, as she's leaving... Really... As she's leaving the church, bride and groom, that they're passing really a hearse. So, really
1: um, but thankfully one.
0: everything was good. Yeah.
1: All right. Our brother, you know, John Bouillieu very well. So yes. long long story short, the bridesmaids dresses were supposed to be ready. They weren't. They weren't the night before. They weren't ready, but they promised they'd be ready the next morning. So they show up the next morning, the bridesmaids, and they're just in t-shirts and shorts because they're expecting their, sh- their dresses to be there. They're not there. So they didn't have anything to wear. So they literally go out into the crowd and look for somebody their same size. And they said, <laughs> you know, could I borrow your dress for the wedding? So not the, if, if you see pictures of the wedding itself, none of the dresses match. But the pictures after, the, they literally just put on these dresses and put some pins on them so that they could have beautiful pictures. Um, let's suffice it to say our dear brother, uh, Mr. John Pouillou, maybe got a little angry with the uh, dressmaker or so. <laughs>
0: Just slightly, just slightly ruining his bride's day of days. Um, here's a here's a fun story from Christine Sharpshare. Um, uh, the, the wedding seemed to be going great. The music was great, but um, they couldn't find uh, the groom. He was missing, and so they were looking. They were calling, uh, and then they also realized they couldn't find the deacon, who I guess was supposed to – you know those deacons. They always just cause so much you. problems. So anyway um, – Finally, like right as the mass is about to start, uh, the uh, her husband, yes, I did marry him, she said, and the deacon came tearing into the sacristy. The deacon explained that he had it just been released. well, they were they, he, yeah. the deacon was just released from police custody. Um, he was pulled over for a speeding ticket and he had an unpaid other ticket. So uh, they had a warrant out for his arrest. <laughs> and uh, so the groom had to go and bail him out of jail. Um, and, uh, and then thankfully everything else went out pretty well. One fantastic. more, uh, this is from, uh, this, this is a, a fun story from, uh, Rob Hutchinson class in 92. Okay. Yeah, actually, it's almost too crazy to read the whole thing. Uh, they went to Vegas to get the license. They said they're FUS grad, so no nefariousness, but, um, they got a flat leaving uh, the, they recommended four new tires since they'd be driving, driving across the desert in 115 degree heat, a semi-cotton fire right in front of them. They had to drive through the fire, Planes, um,
1: and automobiles. they
0: almost, yeah, they almost didn't make it to the licensing place in time. Uh, but the person was nice and, and they, they did. Um, he said that he only invited a few people. So on his side were his parents and grandma. Uh, but the in-laws invited everybody they knew from their hairdresser to the travel agent. So there was like 10 people on one side and like 200 people on the yeah, other. That's great. Uh, the photographers were fighting at the wedding and realized later that they had been divorced and were in the middle of trying oh to figure gosh. out what to do <laughs> with with their business. Um, the, uh, the stress hit him and, uh, you know, he was... Um, you know feeling kind of nauseous about it and so no. uh, her uh, his wife had to hold him up during the opening dance while whispering lovingly if you pass up or thro- if you pass out or throw up I will kill you that's
1: you and know,
0: he him. didn't he he did not so good job rob
1: that's that's I think we got some others too that we can get to maybe another time but it is it is I always tell the couples that I marry that um you know, just the whole process of engagement is stressful and the the wedding day is often stressful. It was interesting at the graduation speech that we were talking <clears throat> that um, the secretary uh, Scalia gave. One of the things he said is graduation is one of the most joyous celebrations, period, because there's just not a lot of stress and it's. And weddings are joyous and they're wonderful, but the preparation oftentimes is just a day. yeah. Yeah, at least stressful. at the
0: graduation, you're not you're not planning it. Yeah, you just yeah, kind of yeah. show up. You just wear you you know what you know what you're gonna wear. Yeah, yeah. Right, they give you an outfit. Yeah, yeah. and you're just kind of showing up, and and it's good. But yeah, the the, the wedding, the planning, all. Yeah, but but stuff, one of the things I tell them
1: though is that that the Lord is present in that. That mm-hmm. and, and again. I've done this enough that I know that, you know, invitations are a problem. Addresses are a problem. Who you're going to invite's a problem. Who um, they're going to sit with is yeah, a problem. Yeah, yeah, so, but I said, if you're called to be married, this is all a part of it. So it's not just another task that has to be done, but the Lord is in the middle of that. And I think that's actually true in other things in our life as well, that sometimes there's just things that we don't particularly want to do, but we know we have to do it. And the Lord is, <clears throat> excuse me, the Lord is present in that if we just look for him.
0: Yeah, wedding is like the boss level at the end of the video game. You know, after everything you've done, you got to fight the biggest thing. But then when you get through,
1: you that's get fantastic.
0: That's Yeah, fantastic. that's an analogy that yep. everybody relates to. Hey, before we move on, I also, you know, we mentioned we'd mentioned young people. Uh, Mara uh, is 14 years old and she cool. listens to the podcast. And so I wanted to say that. Does she have a great wedding that. story? Well, she doesn't have a great wedding okay, story. Uh, she says she enjoys listening to the podcast while cleaning her room, getting ready for school, or just sitting down and watching it. It is so much fun, it makes me laugh a lot. Um, Her dad has mental issues. Um, That's what I'm reading from this, because she said, my dad told me to tell you that he will make a donation to the university to see a live stream of Bob donating blood in the middle of the field house courtyard surrounded by students.
1: That is a family I want to spend some time with.
0: (laughs) You know this family, I'll tell you who it is afterwards. Um, My question is how much? Oh, so and how much, of, and, and and how much do I get to keep of this, really?
1: None of it, Bob. It goes to the university. No, no, no. Uh, I
0: guess it does. Well, you know, the catechetics department could use. You know, some though, somebody
1: did ask if we're going to have a live podcast during homecoming weekend. I think we should.
0: Oh well, you said it. We'll do it. That'll okay. be a lot of fun. When is homecoming weekend? First, the, oh, your first weekend, weekend. You're gone. Yeah, I'll I'll be at another Catholic college with my other child. <laughs> but we okay. could stream it.
1: <gasps> no, 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 no. No, I'll just do it by myself. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> all right. Day That
0: Hope with Father Dave. You wouldn't even know what to do
1: after that. You're right. You're that, right.
0: <laughs> You'd just stare at the screen. I don't know what to say. Tell me what to oh, do. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, speaking of being told what to do, we have a uh, promo. So you often hear that, you often hear us say, Franciscan University is a Catholic liberal arts university. But don't let that L word scare you. Liberal, in this case, means all of our students, no matter what their major, take courses in theology, philosophy, history, science, and other subjects that root them in the Catholic intellectual tradition and help them discover the truth about God, man, and the created world. This core curriculum, as it's called, is inspired by the vision of Catholic education as expressed by St. John Paul II in Ex Corde Ecclesiae, so a big part of our educational mission is for students to experience liberal arts through a Catholic worldview that integrates faith and reason and helps them develop the intellectual and moral virtues they will carry with them through life. Check out our academic programs at franciscan.edu. Great. You weren't here when we redid our core cricket, was That <coughs> I, was a was few not. years before you. That no, was a I think huge
1: was, Yeah, before I came back, right?
0: Yeah, that was a that was a huge uh that was a huge deal uh, as we really uh, as a faculty came together and had you know struggled and celebrated and had great conversations about you know what is what do we want our students to get i mean sometimes people and i understand this like they can say what majors do you have available and that's mm-hmm. and that is a really important part of college you know like what's what's the major now sadly interestingly enough most students don't end up doing whatever they studied as a major and you can almost ask the question well then what was the point of that but our core curriculum like having every one of our graduates have a background in you know 9 credits in theology and 9 credits in philosophy and literature and science like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's actually more the heart of what a baccalaureate degree is about you right, know just right. that that formation you know i mean that's the liberal part of it but right, in the right, positive right. sense of it like you you're not just narrowly focused on oh, I have this major. You actually have a liberal education. Like I I can speak to a lot of different things and I have a background yeah. in a lot of different things. <clears throat> I, I think it's one of the most beautiful things about what we do here at Franciscan. I love talking
1: to a parent and she was her daughter was looking at Franciscan in another school, and we didn't have the degree that her that she wanted to do. So she said she was just kind of thinking and praying. She visited both and she goes, um, this school may, whatever other school it was, may help me do what I want to do, but Franciscan's going to help me be what I want to be, oh, because I, mean. I ultimately want to be a saint. And, and, and the reality is, 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 so much of what you do after graduation, you, the education obviously is important, particularly yeah. if you're focusing on one particular area, mm-hmm. but there are so many opportunities that are available that yeah, and like you said, I think we've got what do we have now? 45 majors or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, we
0: have a yeah, we don't have everything, but we got a lot of great yep. stuff and yep. and I think that is a Yeah, I mean, that's what I tell students even as they're starting to, you know, heading towards graduation and they realize like, I don't know if I want to do what I'm studying in my major. It's like this wasn't like a, a trade school. Like right. what you got out of this university transformed you to be the man or woman that God called you to be. And if you can if you have that foundation, You can kind of do anything. It really opens up lots of doors. That's really true. That's cool. Yeah, amen. Amen. So anyway, you can check out more of that at franciscan.edu. Great. So, Bob, how are things in your house? (laughs) I won't break down and start crying. So, um, yeah, as we alluded to earlier, there was supposed to be a party at my house for, you know, the beginning of the NFL. You were going to come over, as was Father Jonathan and a number of others. Um, My son last week wasn't feeling well, and then he tested positive for COVID, um, now thankfully he's been, he's been going to Franciscan, but he's been living at home. But we, he's, we kind of like a third floor attic that he spends all his time in. So none of us really had to quarantine cause we haven't seen much of him. He's kind of living the college life, except of course for my wife who took him to the ER. So then she said, we realized once he tested positive, now she has to quarantine. So she kind of took over. I've been sleeping in my son Aiden's room with a puppy. That's great. Um, so she you know was quarantined in one, one corner of the house, so I'm running around trying to do uh, you know mommy and Daddy work. and now she's not feeling well. She just tested positive. I mean it is it's a poop show here. And Also figuratively and literally, like every room I walk into. Oh, the puppy pooped there. You know, the puppy's just having. Jenny was kind of the one that was like going to be like, "I'll take care of the puppy. Like, don't worry, Bob. I know you're busy. I know it's. A, I know it's school starting. It's crazy. I'll get up at two a.m. and walk the puppy. I'll no, no. I've I've got the puppy because she read somewhere online that like dogs can get COVID. I followed up with this. It's a small chance, and no animals have died from COVID. But still, I kind of like the puppy, so I don't want to do that. But it is, yeah, it, it's crazy. Well, you know, we're you know, we're almost up on our year anniversary of this podcast. And I feel like we're kind of talking about the yeah, exact know. same stuff that we did a year ago. I,
1: I jokingly, a piece of St. Matthew's coming up next week. And, and I didn't remember this, but Bob said that was our first show. And I said, well, why don't we just replay that one again? Because oh,
0: it's nuts. It is. And, you know, I mean, we're seeing, you know, as as everybody is a, a rise of COVID cases, sure. you know, on campuses around the country, but a good 25% of them I hear are those that have been vaccinated, right. you know? So, I mean, right. we've got many folks, students and faculty <clears throat> who have been vaccinated, who have not been vaccinated. Um, but even those that have been vaccinated, um, it's not like, it's like, it's not like the polio vaccine, you know, it's not no. like this perfect cure-all, you know, that we know works for okay. every situation. So right. it's crazy.
1: No. And, and, and we still deal with the difficulties of, You know, before it was just kind of COVID and how it's managed, now it's COVID and how it's managed, and now it's the vaccination, how it's, I mean, and and what it all leads to is, again, this continued separation and lack of kind of coming together and trying to work together. And it's just, you just feel that, you feel that anxiety wherever you are, you feel the anxiety of people that you didn't even know. But, you know, I just, I was traveling this weekend in the airports. You just, everything, everybody's just tense. And yeah, there's tired. A tension. I think they're tired. And, yeah. And that's where I think, you, obviously there yeah. are, you know, across the country, COVID is on the rise. But people yeah. are just like, ah. And I get that. I mean, it's, yeah, I would love to be able to manage a university that is not having COVID as an issue. <laughs> You know, but as you know, that the one of the yeah. RDs, and this is this is tragic, but one of the RDs yeah. who worked at St. Francis Hall until last year, um, he got COVID and he passed away, and his father had COVID and passed away. I mean, so oh, I didn't hear. I didn't hear. his, didn't hear yeah, his, his father his, had COVID yeah, his, as well. Yeah, his, his awesome. dad just passed away yesterday, and yeah, you know, so this reminds us, right, that that even if it's you know one half of one percent, right, until it's, it's your really, brother, you know, yeah, it, it just. It's just it's really very, very difficult. So it's not over and
0: Yeah, the I mean the overwhelming <laughs> odds are you'll survive it. But oh, absolutely. Then
1: there but are then those don't, that don't. And right? then you know
0: those people and right. yeah, it becomes but there's a whole group of people that are saying like the reason COVID is spreading is because of you non vaccinated people. you know, it's like this blame of like Whoa, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. and, <laughs> and again, the science doesn't really make a strong convincing point to that though. I guess, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a scientist or a doctor. I've been talking to people about it,
1: really? but you know,
0: right now I'm back in, you know, with Bobby having it and Jenny having it. Thankfully, you know, we, we appreciate your prayers. Um, uh, they just have a crappy flu, you know, nothing yeah. really serious. So thank you Jesus for, for that, you know, worried that the shoe's going to drop of, well, i get it then will my kids you know i mean how long is this gonna go on um yeah but it, it does it, it feels like it's all just kind of it's just all coming back and uh it's not fun i'll say
1: that no it isn't but you know it's it's the uh we're just reflecting it's the same place that we were dealing with i mean it changed i suppose a little bit so we still need hope into that. So I'd asked Bobby and I were talking before. I said, you know, where's where's the hope yeah, yeah. in this for you?
0: Yeah, and I found it. I was reflecting <clears throat> after I had a major blow up with my kids this morning. <laughs> I, so I, that, uh, that
1: happens even if you want to love the Lord. I I hope so.
0: You know, I'm usually pretty good. But, man, I mean, yeah, I, I do feel like it's a pressure cooker. Um, my... Uh, my, my third, my teenager who has a little bit of an issue with respect and the way he speaks was not speaking to me in a respectful manner. And I just freaking lost it. I, mean, I, <laughs> I, I just had to like storm out of the house. Some Shut words were breath. said that I had yeah. to apologize for. Yeah. I just had to walk down my block and breathe. Yeah. Cause you can just feel like,
1: yeah.
0: oh, I can't, you know, that I can't escape, you know, and um, it was really, you know, God's so good. It was a beautiful day outside. It was like the sun was rising. Like you could just see like an orange sun, like nice, through the nice. midst. I felt like I was on Tatooine for a moment. The Lord knows how to love me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he does. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Apparently but yeah, I, I'm hoping, yeah, we all, we all lose it. I mean, sure. from time to time, you know, I, it's, you know, a lot of what I try to tell my kids is it's not so much well, you know, we'd we'd like to be perfect, but really, it's how we repent from it
1: when we're not. You know, that's funny because that's what I I said to someone at the university that I said this is not, you know, faculty staff were not perfect. But one of the images I shared was that there was a pretty stressful thing last semester related, obviously, to COVID, and a couple of the faculty members got pretty upset. Um, but at the end of the day, it was just a great image. One of them was talking to the other, and and he apologized. You know, he said, "I'm sorry." I, I said some things I didn't want to, and I said that's what makes a Catholic Christian community. It's, that's it, the is, difference. It is not that we don't make mistakes, and not that sometimes you you don't yell at. You. I don't generally yell at your kids, but I felt like it sometimes. <laughs> but that yeah, that you just kind of recognize that okay, that was not my best moment, and yeah. yeah, you you do exactly what you do. You go for a walk, you take a breath, you ask for Lord's grace, and you do it again. You know, and that's yeah. that's just how this is supposed to work.
0: Yeah. What's the phrase? It's the, the difference between the saint and the sinner is the saint's the person who gets up one more
1: time. Yeah. They yeah. Feel. Absolutely. And absolutely. we just got to we and just got to keep getting up. Yeah. I just recently had, you know, a mom who was talking to me and, and this has happened to me so many times over the years. And I probably said mentioned this on the podcast, but I just said to her, you know, being a mom is really hard. And she just started crying. I mean, that's all I said. And yeah. she, but there's just something like that to be able to hear that, that, yeah. That it's just difficult. And, and Bob, being a dad is sometimes hard. I, I actually feel like I'm on
0: the verge of tears right now. Okay, so there you go. Don't don't say things like that to me. All right. But yeah, yeah, it is. And, you know, being a dad when your wife's in quarantine is even harder.
1: Yeah, yeah. And your <laughs> you know? dog's pooping all over the house. And my house. dog's
0: pooping all over the house. And my kid's lipping off at me. And yeah, it's just, that's it's life. And so what I was praying for this morning was, uh, was perseverance, you know, and, and as I think about gosh, even a year into this, and we're still dealing with some of the same things. You know, things have gotten better in different ways. We've got to acknowledge the the goodness of the Lord in that. Um, and so I was asking you know, before the podcast started, I'm like, you know, Father Dave, I know there's this verse about perseverance and hope, so of course we Googled it. Uh, finally, for the first time, we actually checked information before we started a podcast. Father Chris O'Connor is going to be really excited to hear Listen,
1: that. Listen, we, we do that almost all, well, yeah, some of the time
0: it's made me everyone's wrong somebody but, asked um, me
1: yesterday actually I was with a group that listened to the podcast and they said you guys spend like how much time do you spend preparing for it <laughs> and I said well we spend some time preparing we really do
0: yeah but- we we usually meet at 8 and we're hitting the record button by like 8.03 you know so um Anyway, it brought us to a verse that we've used before on. Um, many times. Many times. Uh, Romans uh, 5. Well, Romans 5 5 says, Hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. But I actually don't think we've done some of the earlier verses that lead into it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so this is how it says um, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have gained access to this grace in which we stand, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, we even boast of our afflictions, knowing that affliction produces endurance, and endurance proven character, and proven character hope. And hope does not disappoint because you. of the love of God that's been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. And I don't know if we've ever really commented that the lead into to that verse is about afflictions, you know, it's about how the, 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 yeah, the, and, and how those afflictions actually can in us bring about perseverance, bring about endurance, you know, we we survive them. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I think it's Kierkegaard that says that which does not kill us makes us stronger. Mm -hmm. But there's a, there's a truth to that, you know, which is to say that um, it makes us more resolute, it makes us more confident in that God can bring us through it. You know, if he calls us to it, um, and yeah, I mean, I'm going to spend some time, particularly today, just reflecting on, you know, we have peace through God because of His grace. I, I like this line, this grace in which we stand, like we're standing in the grace mm-hmm. of of the resurrection. We're standing in the grace of the grace of the crucifixion. You know, just uh, yesterday, uh, you know, the exaltation of the cross, that beautiful feast where we you know, lift up the cross. And that's, and that's a hope for us, you know, that the cross isn't death, but it's, yeah. it's life.
1: And, and the the invitation for us, if we pay attention to the scriptures yesterday, is that, uh, and it's, it doesn't come naturally, is to be able to look at that. I mean, everything sometimes in us wants to run away from it, doesn't want to look at it, doesn't want to yeah. deal with it. But there's almost this incremental part of, of reading that scripture that you read. It's like, there are going to be afflictions, there are going to be struggles, there are going to be difficulties, but we stand in in grace, we stand in hope, we stand in peace and and like you said, we we almost we learn that okay, I can do this, not by my own strength, but by the help of the Lord I can do this. And and there's almost this confidence, right, that Okay, you've probably had a situation where you're frustrated with your kids, and you just take your breath and say, "Okay, we, we're going to make it through this," and the Lord is present. But, but also, and that's one of the one of the blessings and graces of being Catholic is that we have the sacramental life. That that yeah. when we when we go to the Lord, when we spend time just in prayer and in in uh, being able to go before the Lord, but then very concretely and and uh, organically. We encounter the Lord in the Eucharist; that that He becomes part of our flesh, and we become part of Him, and we realize mm. that 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 God is is giving us literally the strength and the grace to be able to persevere and to continue on. and And in the midst of the pers- in the midst of difficulty and struggle and affliction, as the Scripture says, we just trust that the Lord is faithful and He's good and He's powerful. And and sometimes we've both been in situations like that. It's like how how can I how can I continue to go on in the Lord? comes through and, and, and there's some people I'm sure that are listening to this and say, But does he? But does he? And and we just want you to know that's that you're the person we're praying for particularly today. That right. that person that's just just not convinced or maybe the things are just so difficult right now you're just not positive. And we'll just take you before the Lord, trusting that He will pour out his grace on you and give you every grace necessary.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm in that place right now, you know, but it is the it's the memory of You know, there's two ways to look at this, right? You know, the fact that we're a year into this and it's still happening. On on one hand, you can be like, well, crap, nothing ever changes, right? You know, like it's just the same old, same poop, different podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's another way of saying, hey, we've survived this. Like, hey, we're we're still here, Mm -hmm. you know, and the Lord is still present and he's the same yesterday, today, Mm -hmm. and forever. I mean, those are the... Those are the words of hope that I cling to, you know, that that God who loves us and, and I'm and I, I'm I'm glad for your words, you know, even as we started the podcast and even just now, Father Dave, because there can be a way that I, I think the devil also wants to make us feel ashamed that sure. we lose our You blew you know, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we blew it, you know, that oh, you know, Mr. Christian, oh Mr. Catechetics Professor. Yeah, talk about hope here. now, hot yeah. shit. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, and I was thinking that, I mean, really, like literally a half hour before this podcast started, I'm standing outside breathing heavily, you know, (laughs) just thinking, give me grace, Lord, give me grace, you know, just to get through this moment. Oh, Lord. Yeah, God, just give me grace to get through this moment. And he will, and he has. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't want to be, you know, kind of Pollyanna about it. It is, it is, it is hard, you know, it it is hard.
1: It, and that's, yeah, the fact that you are not alone, obviously, the Lord is present with you, but you also have, you know, you've got family, you've got friends, you've got the church and, and, and that's, that's what we lean on sometimes, you know, yeah. um, that there's going to be times, please, Lord, honestly, please, Lord, where we each one of us at one time or another, many times comes to that place that says, I'm just not sure I can do it. And, and it's at that point, we let the Lord pour into us. So let's just pray for that. Lord, we ask your blessing and your grace, particularly to be with uh, Bob and his family right now, and just all that goes into that, the the concern, the anxiety, the fear, uh, and and then everything else, Lord. Just pour your peace and your presence in their home. We pray specifically for that person who's struggling most today, that, that they hear these words and you're just not totally convinced. Lord, speak to their heart. Be present to them. Let them know. Even by this word right now, that you hear them, that you see them, and that they're going to be okay. Jesus, come with your grace and your peace and pour out your hope upon us. We ask the Lord's blessing on you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Robert.
0: Oh, thank you, Father Dave. And thank you to all of you who are listening and praying for us. Thanks for your emails. Uh, we're praying for you, and we're lifting up this time of difficulty. We're all in uh, for the glory of God. Shoot us an email at hope at franciscan.edu hope at franciscan.edu god bless
1: god bless you all